who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lynn. Hello, I'm Hollywood Lian, and it's my favorite day of the week. Welcome to Everyone is Terrible, the podcast where we discuss all the terrible things and people we see on TV. Today's guest, Anthony Jalay, comedian and TikToker extraordinaire. Hi, thank you for having me. All the way from London. Virtually, I'm here. I'm in London. I live in North London at the moment, but I was born in the South, um, but had to change things up at some point, you know? Yeah, I love it. Well, uh, so that means you're a big fan of the Vivian. Is that what that means? <laughs> well, we're going to find out who exactly you're a fan of. We're discussing RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7. Are you a Willow Pill fan? I'm obsessed with Willow Pill. Oh, so I'm good. Willow Pill. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't no big pill. She a Willow Pill. And I'm Willow like, you guys... Pill. How did you guys not know she was going to win? When RuPaul makes a nickname for you, when he's obsessed with your name, like, that's usually a really good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know, I didn't think of that, but I was not surprised that she won, and I felt like she deserved to win. I was more surprised that she wasn't in the top more often. That was all. Like, oh, she wasn't winning, yeah. Exactly. And I still can't get over how bad their snatch game was. Like, it was awful. <laughs> That was another level. That was so bad. I mean, I've seen some bad snatch in my life, but that was just like, oh, you guys. I've never seen a snatch before, but if it was anything <laughs> like that snatch game, I just don't want to. Not even in porn? Yeah, sometimes I watch straight porn, but they're not really like, it's not really focused on her bits. You yeah, you're I mean? like, you're like watching his penis. <laughs> Yeah, or just like watching them have sex when it's, the penis is already in. I don't need to see it like in its <laughs> full glory. Exactly. Well, speaking of full glory, um, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis got married. They got married in Dolce & Gabbana. They got married in Italy. It looks like Hot Topic meets Twilight. I'm not feeling the hoochie mama dress. It's pretty terrible. No, it, I mean, it looks like everyone adhered to the theme apart from Courtney. <laughs> like, what is she wearing? Like, I felt like they all got off the plane to Italy and Courtney was still in Vegas. Like, the little mini dress was giving little chapel. And she wore, like, three versions of that. She wore the white one. I to know. Yeah, I'm like, girl, it's not cute enough to keep repeating. Right, right. And two looked exactly the same and then the other one was black. Um, and like, look, I'm not, I'm not that traditional where I'm like, oh, you have, you have to look classy on your wedding day. Um, like if you want to have your coochie out one more time for the vows, do it. But the dress was like, if it was on Drag Race, Michelle Visage would not be having it. It oh was my a God. corset. It was a corset with some fabric attached. Thank you. Oh my God. I was just like, and you know, this bitch paid like top dollar <laughs> for it too. It's fucking Dolce and Gabbana. Bitch, it looked like Vanessa Vanji made it. <laughs> it was not cute. And you know what? Like the black kimono that Travis Barker bought, like, thanks a lot because I just bought four of those in white and tan for like my upcoming vacation. And this motherfucker debuted it already. So I'm just like, why are you stealing my shit? 
I wanted to wear something flowy. <laughs> you know, Ross Matthews has his own little line of caftans. Does he really? I'm gonna yeah. have to look that up. I will record. I will. I will support a Ross Matthews. I love me some Ross Matthews. <laughs> yeah, because he's always in Palm Springs, so he's got his own little line of caftans. Yeah. Well, he's old now, and so you know, when you get old and gay, you have to buy a house in Palm Springs. That's the rules. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you have to buy a caftan. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, that makes sense. And a new format, a new format. Like I'm, I'm just like, I'm living for this new format. I'm living for these queens that have already won the title. Now they don't get to get eliminated. It really is RuPaul's best friends race. It is, it is. And also, have you noticed how they, when they do the critiques now, it's almost like nothing negative is said. It's only the positive ones, right? Because there's no bottoms either anymore. There's just tops. There's plenty of bottoms, honey. You just have to really pick them out. <laughs> Not in West Hollywood, you don't. They're fully on the streets. If you know any cops, send them over overseas because we ran out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if like London is really in a position to be exporting. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I like the new format because I do think that it, I mean, firstly, it doesn't do a disservice to any of the queens who are obviously all amazing and they all have the right to be there. Um, but also it does give you more time to judge that person as an overall player, which I think just makes so much more sense. It does. It does. And it it feels like we can really enjoy the Queens now as opposed to like, well, if we were going to be sending people home, Jada Essence Hall would have went home right away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> Although saying that though, in the performance, Jada was one of my favorites like in the in episode one when they performed legends yeah Jada was one of the top for me I know but watching this new cast it made me ask two questions where's Bob and where's Bianca now Bob he said he wasn't asked he said he wasn't busy but then I heard he was filming we are here season three so I don't know, really know what the tea is, but other than that, Bob is hosting the pit stop this season. Yeah, I saw that. And I know that Bob had said that he wasn't asked, but also I have seen people, you know, like when people comment on the post, just um, reminding people that when Bob spoke before, Bob was like, I would never go back. I would never do an All-Stars. But I guess maybe he wasn't really expecting it to be All-Stars legends, which is just, again, like a completely different kettle of fish. It is because then I saw Detox on TikTok. She was on that Discretion Advice podcast. I don't know if you've seen the clips on TikTok. It's that guy that looks like Alyssa Edwards and then Andy Cohen's ex-boyfriend. Oh, do you know what? I haven't seen it on TikTok, but I have heard of this. Uh, I have seen like a couple of articles that refer to this podcast. They interview like some porn stars and stuff like that as well, don't they? Yeah, it's yeah. lots of um, lots of cock talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I'm okay with. Um, but Detox was on there, and she said that she spoke to Bianca, and that Bianca said she wouldn't come back until the format was changed. She's like, I don't want to go back and like do the same shit we've done. We've been doing that, but I'm like, the format has fucking changed so where's the tea like what where are you bianca I, I don't understand i'm really missing bianca and bob i really feel like if they would have came on it really would have just solidified all stars all winners 
Because now, like, Jinx is just going to fucking sweep everyone and just win the damn show. But I do like this new format. I do like what we got going on. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the queens that are here for now. Yeah, let's start sure. with Edie Oddly. Fuck, can I just say, so hot. Please start an OnlyFans. I'm here for it. I'm super attracted. Her mouth is so big. And when she licked her nipple, it kind of got me going. I don't know. When did she lick her nipple? In the confessional. She was like, eh. Oh, okay. He definitely has had a glow up as a boy, though, I must say. It does, yeah. Yeah. As a queen, um, she's not really doing it for me yet. And I was always a big Evie fan. Um, I think the issue with Evie is that the one thing that she, and it's not just that she's slightly bad at it, she's absolutely terrible at comedy. <laughs> now it should be a bit more polished. It's legends. And you know what sucks is like, I just went to RuPaul's Drag Con, which is coming to the UK, but I just went to the one here. And because of all the shows that we've been watching, I was like, I gotta get a Ru Peter badge. I gotta get a Ru Peter badge. And now they're fucking giving out badges on this one. And they had the Legends pin. But of course I didn't buy it because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, get me a Ru Peter badge. I'll take a Trixie lip gloss. And they're like, do you want a Legends pin? And I'm like, no, what is that? No. Why would I want who that? Did, who did you meet? Who was nice and who was less nice? Oh, I met everybody. And I've met everyone before. But uh, I paid to meet Adore Delano. Oh, she's doing that paid meet and greet. She's doing that paid meet and greet. Oh, honey, they all are. They're like, you want a picture? You need to buy something. And everything is at least $35. So it's like, it's at least $35 for a photo with them. Wow. Honestly, with this new format of RuPaul's Drag Race and no one going home and no one even getting any fucking negative critiques, it's like, who could we vote most terrible from RuPaul's Drag Race? And I'm like... I don't really see it happening yet. It's too early. Everyone's doing great. We're happy to see everyone. No, um, it's Michelle Visage. <laughs> What's wrong with Michelle? <laughs> no, we love Michelle. We really do. She's great. Although at DragCon, this bitch had like a plastic, you know, those like plastic barriers they still have on the show. Oh, I thought you were going to say face. No. <laughs> Well, she's plastic ET, but no. <laughs> I'm talking about like those COVID barriers. I know, like yeah, the yeah, the um health barriers. Yeah, she's she had one of those at DragCon. Like she was not there was a barrier between you and her at DragCon, even if you paid to take a picture with her. And I'm like, Michelle. Wait, so you're not telling me people are like shelling out fifty dollars and they're standing on the other side of a screen. Yes, they are, girl. There's a screen in between them and Michelle, and they're like, like they're in jail. And they can- no, I'm sorry. You should not be charging for that. And just be like, you guys, it's too soon. Like, I personally can't go back. Like, right, I'm just right, a germaphobe. Sure. Like, I'm scared of COVID. Like, uh-huh. I-, I can't get it, and-, and I don't want to. But I'm like, girl, really? Come on. You're already, like, indoors. You're already in a building. There's, like, people standing in line for you. I don't know. It- I thought that was a little terrible. Yeah. Right. And uh, Trinity the Tuck Taylor made me laugh. That bitch was fucking hilarious. As Satan being so gay as hell. Funny. <laughs> oh my God. So good. 
And I do remember, like, I feel like Trinity never used to be, like, a funny queen or, like, never, like, considered, like, a comedy queen, but she's completely transformed since her season. And then the Vivian, which comes from the UK, so hot, lost, like, 20 pounds, which, you know, Vivian, give me some tips, because, girl, the pandy put on 20 and I need to get rid of him. But he's such a good actor. But I think the characters that he brought, they just weren't, relevant enough for american tv like i don't i mean catherine tate fabulous if you know who she is and she did it like so spot on but i don't think it was enough for everyone to really because like when she did donald trump on her season it was so fucking good it was a master class in snatch game mm -hmm. and we all know what that is now because we saw jinx monsoon mm -hmm. just fucking annihilate being judy garland how great was that so fucking good so fucking good as she i mean she stole the show like she half of that airtime for that snatch game was all of jinxes um <laughs> you know that other queens were just sitting there like fuck this fucking bitch <laughs> i know they were sitting around thinking well there's just no way around this we know who the fuck is gonna win this shit it's this bitch <laughs> right and like this listen this is the thing uh the vivian in my eyes is like a snatch game assassin so if you've come onto All Stars and you're having to take a backseat or you're you're not getting as much airtime, that says a lot about the level of talent, even between Trinity and Jinx. I, th I thought she was good. I thought the Vivian was good. But yeah, Jinx is amazing. I remember she came to London with Brenda La Creme and they did Drag Becomes Her. So it was basically like a drag camp parody of Death Becomes Her. So good. That um, it was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> like, I literally had tears streaming down my face. And I did smoke an entire blunt to myself just before. But I'm pretty sure their talent had something to do with it also. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're all smoking and we're all smoking something when we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Jinx, when she did Judy, it was different. It wasn't an impersonation. It was literally a channeling of this dead woman. It was so fucking funny. And then to tie in, like everyone knows on my podcast, when I say full circle moment, it's like, it's just such a big deal because it's what I live for is a full circle moment. And when she fucking brought up Dave, the Navy veteran from her season, it was so weird because he was like, I think I murdered Judy Garland. And RuPaul's looking at her like, <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And I do have a quote from Dave that said, I love that she did that because it shows that she still loves me and I appreciate that. So that's what Dave told Entertainment Tonight. What is the context to this story? Like, what? how does he think that he killed Judy Garland? Okay, so he says that he hung out with Judy Garland in like 1968 in... Uh, in a speakeasy in Boston. And they said they hung out for two nights and that the first night they just had a great time getting to know each other and like, you know, they were having fun. And then the next night she was kind of just like, look, I'm, they're taking me away. Like they're taking me away from here because I'm just boozing and drinking too much. And like, so they're taking me away so I can go work and like not focus on partying and hanging out. But she's like, the only thing that I don't want to give up is like my sleeping pills because like, I really need my sleeping pills to like get through the night or something. So 
she was like, do you think you can bring me some sleeping pills? So he gave her some military sleeping pills. And then obviously Judy Garland went on about her life, but she later on died. And everyone knows that she died from some sort of drug overdose. There was pills by her bed. And he said, but I'm not sure if this is even like true, but he says that when she died, there was like a bottle of military sleeping pills by her bed. And so like for him, this is like a very obscure moment. And this was his way of kind of clearing his conscience. And I'm glad he did. But like, honestly, just don't fucking give people drugs. And he said he's never done it since, but you know, he's like, I don't want to be villainized, but I also wanted to tell the truth and I wanted to kind of just clear my conscience. And he's like, what you don't see is RuPaul telling me, well, it's kind of like the matrix. Like no matter what, she made a decision to either go to sleep or go down the rabbit hole like you do in the matrix. And she took the, obviously the other route. So I, RuPaul was trying to tell him like, look, you didn't do anything. Like this woman made her own choices. And so like, you're good. So it was kind of like a really dark moment that was shined by all this comedy. So that's really the tea. What do you think about that? I mean, I maybe I don't know how stoned I was when that episode aired, but I don't remember any of that. Um, <laughs> wow, that really is hot tea. I just was like, when I remember him saying it and when they did the flashback, I was like, what was the context to that story? That's wild. Yeah, That's well, he did, actually uh, didn't like say it on the show. This is what came out recently. Like I read this in an article last night. Right, okay. But it was but, also hilarious. It was hilarious. What was funny was the way like you could see RuPaul and then Michelle, like the cogs were turning and then they were getting the joke and then that just made it all the more funnier. They were just like, oh my God, is he really bringing up Dave from like his season? He is, this is so great. It was just, <laughs> it was just fantastic. Um, it's gonna be on for the next six weeks, you guys. So get ready for RuPaul's Drag Race, all stars, all winners. Who is your prediction? Who is your winner? Well, I predict Jinx and I want Jinx to win. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, I mean, Jinx is the winner in my eyes, but like the top four, I think would be difficult to judge, obviously, just because of the new format. Um, but definitely Shay is up there. Jinx, Shay. I think probably maybe Trinity and Raja, might, that might be the top four. And Shay. Shay, yeah, Shay has to be. Shay is so fucking good and she's worked so hard and she's had her own little glow ups and stuff as well. And has had a little bit of filler. They all get filler once the show wraps. It's like they go straight to the filler doctor. Right. And then they're like, I'm a 10. I deserve to win. And I'm like, the, <laughs> the filler with $300. Like, relax. Exactly. I'm like, don't you know the rule? Freeze everything, but don't add. Don't fucking fill your face. <laughs> Elsa, that shit up. Freeze it up. I don't care if you're the fucking ice queen. Just don't add anything to your face look at this now I'm, I'm a little guilty of like freezing it up like i'm all about freezing but i just don't add like it's just too soon to fucking add like add when you're like 50 or something but like not now unless you got no lips like kylie jenner like then add it up i don't know that was me <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was me. <laughs> Honestly, if you saw, I had to, I had to. It was like a public service duty. Um, I would like look back at old pictures of myself and I see how little of a top lip that I had. And I'm just like, I can't believe I had the audacity to leave the fucking house like that. No, and do you know what? Look, it doesn't always go to plan. You know, sometimes like it migrates a little bit. There's definitely an element of risk there, but yeah, um, I think just do just do little and build up. Like, don't exactly. go fully in loads. But isn't it like Pringles? Once you pop, you just can't stop. <laughs> I mean, for detox, apparently. Oh, I love detox coming at you with the slow burst. I love me some detox. You know what I think about? Like, I think about the the All-Stars reunion last time when Detox was on with Adore. Remember Adore went home, like, after two episodes? She was like, I can't do this. I'm just, like, in my head. And we're like, snap the fuck out of it, bitch. You're on All-Stars. Yeah, like, grow up. Seriously. But I remember back then, they were, like, talking about sleeping with the fans. And some fans showed up to detox's room to like have fun and get down with detox and it was like two or three boys and detox was like i'm not feeling it tonight guys why don't you guys go down to adore's room and say hi to her and so adore was like oh i remember them we had fun uh, like they came over well. to my room and we had a great time <laughs> wow i'm just like so I don't know. You know what? It's just so interesting to think that, like, they have groupies that just, like, just, like, rock stars almost. Do you know what I mean? But they actually do. Like, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the show is so big, so. The show is so popular. And, like, you have to think, like, of course, like, gay fans, because we're just horny all the time. Like, of course the gay fans are going to publicly express, like, how much attracted they are to the girls and, like, how much they're down with the sickness, so to speak. But like, I also think about it that lots of straight people watch RuPaul's Drag Race as well. There's gotta be some guys at the, that, out there, that are out there that are like, Gigi Good looks good enough for me. Like, I'll, I would, I'd be down with that. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, Gigi Good is a fun example because she looks fucking better than most, but. <laughs> that bitch is hot. I saw her at DragCon as well. I was like, that yeah. bitch looks good. Where can we find you? What would you like to promote today? Sure. I guess mostly just my TikTok page. You can come on over to my TikTok. I'm just not great with Instagram anymore. I'm very anti-Instagram at the moment. I've, TikTok has converted me and I love it there. Um, so you can follow me on TikTok at Gilet Slays, um, which is Gilet, like the body warmer. Um, <laughs> G-I-L-E-T, Slays. And you know, I'm just kind of doing my stand up around at the moment. I don't have, I'm doing a work in progress. So I'm kind of working on my full show that will be next year. Uh, but I'm going to be in Canada for the summer. So that'll be fun. So I'll be like doing some gigs in Canada and just like mostly content creation. So yeah, it should be, it should be fun. I love it. You guys go follow him on TikTok. He is so funny. That's, that's how I came across Anthony. Yes, um, thanks for having me. Welcome back with the podcast. Thank you so much. All Star 7 comes on on Thursdays, you guys. I'm going to be covering Spring Awakening. Well, I want to talk about Jonathan Groff. 
Um, and last but not least, I'm going to be talking about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I'm living for Sutton. And yes, she didn't get she didn't get held up at gunpoint, but she's putting out her own fires. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony, for coming on again. I'm Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. We'll see you next time, terrible kids. Bye. Bye. Who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Leon.